I sure know a lot about TV and movies and music too. So join them for the special show. They want to talk about those things too. It's the Fangirly Show. Hi, and welcome to the Fangirly Show, where smart girls go stupid for pop culture. I'm Ellen. And I'm Whitney. And today we are going to be talking about superheroes on TV. But first, let's get to know us a little bit. This is our first time at the podcast, so um, in case you are not following us at fangirly.com, we highly suggest that you go check us out. Sometimes we're really good at writing over there, and sometimes we are not. Currently, we are going through a not phase, but we're going to try harder just for you. But full disclosure, Whitney and I are related. We are cousins, and um, we did grow up together and so we have a lot of inside jokes, I guess, would you call them? Yeah. Well, I don't know if i call them jokes, per se. Because <laughs> well, most of them aren't us, that funny. <laughs> <laughs> we find ourselves hilarious. Um, oh, we're but, hysterical. <laughs> but we're going to try really hard to either let you in on the joke or avoid them altogether. But they may come up and there may be some family shout-outs, but we'll also keep those limited. We, like I said, we write at fangirly.com, but we have um, somewhat differing views on pop culture. I, full disclosure, have a hard time being super critical of pop culture in general. I go to the movies and I pretty much love every movie I go to see. Maybe that's because I don't see the stupid ones, but, um, and I also watch a lot of stupid TV that I get far too invested in, but Whitney no. has a little bit of a different approach. Yeah, I'm sort of the Joan Rivers of the fangirly verse. <laughs> <laughs> I like to yeah. tear things down. <laughs> Super sassy, and yeah. So we, your we've... face is a little bit more natural, but <laughs> for now, for now, <laughs> I've got plans. <laughs> I cannot wait. Yeah. So let's get started. Um, before we get into our main topic of the of the episode. Um, let's get started with some fangirl talk. Whitney, what are you squeeing about this week? Okay, so what I'm squeeing about isn't necessarily like a pop culture topic or anything I've been watching in particular, because I've kind of been watching everything, but Mm -hmm. something happened to me this week that's really, really been, uh, okay, well, I'll just tell you what happened. So I was walking around my campus. I go to... I go to nursing school, so I've been walking around my campus all week, and I've been seeing a character who bears, a, like, a striking, striking resemblance to Freddy Krueger, Ellen. Like, he, oh, he's no. got a striped, he's got a striped red and green sweater, which is great, and then he wears a fedora, I guess. I don't know. Do people still wear fedoras, or? Well. It's like a, I mean, it's like a, certain, a sun hat. A certain I don't, brand. <laughs> and, and then he wears one glove. So Okay, he has to be knowing what he's doing, right? No, no, but that's the thing, he doesn't. He's like an assistant gardener at my school, so he's walking around. The thing that kills me, though, is I'm pretty much the only one who who seems to notice this guy running around. So, so the thing that's been making me happy this week is that I see Freddy Krueger everywhere I go. Ha- okay, only you, Whitney, the fan of ho- crappy horror movies, um, would whoa, be whoa, brought <laughs> take it would be brought joy. Take it easy by, <laughs> by a man walking around your campus that looks like Freddy Krueger. 
uh, okay, but can I, can I explain? Okay, so I was walking with somebody else. I was walking with a friend of mine, and I notice him out of the corner of my eye, and I turn around, and I go, oh my gosh, look, there's, there's this Freddy Krueger guy I've been telling you about. And she turns around, and she goes, what Freddy Krueger guy? I turn around, and he's not there anymore. Are you seeing him in your nightmares? Do you, do you see where I'm coming from? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> but... So the thing okay. that I'm squeeing well, about is I'm pretty sure, I'm like 70% sure, <laughs> that Freddy's going to get me. Are these squeeze of delight or squeeze of terror? Oh, I don't find those mutually exclusive. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I can have both at the same time. <laughs> okay. Well, what I've been squeeing about is a little bit different. I recently had to pay a lot of money for car problems, which sucks Ugh. on many levels. Um, and I got paid this week, which was great because I was like eating ramen and things like that, which was is always <laughs> fun. So, and I probably get to go to the movies this weekend. So I'm gonna finally Ooh. see The Martian and maybe Crimson Peak. Oh, that's what I was gonna feature. recommend anyway. Okay. Oh. Okay, so so I might do that. But then um, another thing that is bringing me lots of joy, at least today, is um, I work at a job where I can kind of have Netflix on on the background, which is fantastic and the only way I can survive, <laughs> survive the work day. But today I decided to go on a bit of a like rom-com binge and I watched um, rom-coms from my childhood. So I did a triple feature of While You Were Sleeping, 50 First Dates, and 13 Going On 30. Um, and You're just, so bad. I know. Um, but it just brought me so much joy. I freaking love While You Were Sleeping. That movie is fantastic. You cannot convince me otherwise. Perfect holiday movie. I think the first time I saw that was with you. Probably. Um, probably at my house at a, at a cousin's lump sleepover. Um, oh, no doubt. But I just love that movie because it's like more than just a rom-com between the guy and the girl. It's like a rom-com between her and his family and it's just really sweet. And then... Um, it's, it's so sweet. Yeah. Anyway, so I was just enjoying those those movies today and it got me thinking like whatever happened to the rom-com there hasn't been any good rom-coms that have come out in a really long time and i think it's just i mean i guess it depends on what you consider a good rom-com i know exactly that's the thing is like i feel like the only things that have come out that are even resembling rom-coms anymore are like those new years and valentine's day and those movies which are not well good. yeah and then i feel like there's those rom-coms who were like trying to reinvent the genre like he's just not that into you and yeah. crazy stupid love yeah you're right there's no like i feel like there hasn't been a she's all that <laughs> and that is a shame i guess you could call it like, i mean i guess train wreck and stuff would be considered a rom-com so i guess which like, i the, loved yeah How, did you watch train wreck Yes, and I liked it a lot, and I thought, yeah, I liked, and I loved Bill Hader in it. He was, like, the best part, um, but I guess, like, rom-coms are now more, like, comedies that have romance in them, which I guess that's technically what a rom-com is anyway, but... Yeah, know, hasn't, just, isn't that what they've always been? No, but, like, I'm thinking more <laughs> of, like, You've Got Mail. Like, You've Got Mail is, like, a straight rom-com where it's funny and delightful yes, but, but but by definition those are like comedies with romance <laughs> okay i th i'm i think what i'm gathering from this conversation is we just need to have like a whole separate episode for the rom-com 
Um, so Agreed. So maybe we'll just have to do that. But do you have anything else that you feel like you need to say um, during this girl talk, fangirl talk hour? Oh, I don't know. I've I've been kind of toying with bringing up American Horror Story, but I feel like that's something I could like wax philosophical on for a long long time so maybe another week are you well okay like reader's digest version are you liking the new season so far or not liking it okay ellen i was born in 92 so i have no idea what reader's digest is <laughs> but i'm not that much older than but you I, for the I, record <laughs> <laughs> so i guess what you're asking me is to like like a truncated <laughs> sure. right yes brat you just want me to make it quick okay so i long story short i haven't watched the most recent episode but i watched the pilot and it was so so gross like beyond anything i've ever seen on tv not to get too graphic yeah i've heard about what happened to poor max greenfield which is sad but who Max. Who would do such a thing? I know. Like he's, oh my gosh! I know. I don't even want to say it because don't say it because it's, it's that gross. We I'm might not have say it. younger cousins listening to this, so <laughs> those are the only people who are gonna listen. To this. <laughs> so, uh, Aubrey, if you're listening, <laughs> turn it off. It's time to go to bed, Aubrey. <laughs> I don't care if you're listening to this at 10 o'clock in the morning. Just go take a nap. <laughs> okay. So you're you're not 100% sold on American Horror Story yet. No. And I feel like with each season, they get a little more off track. And I just, I feel like they're trying to outgross each season. and That's like what I get yeah. from it. And I don't even watch it. But I live, I li- okay, I live in LA. And they have billboards for it everywhere, and every season I'm like, ugh, I can't wait till they're advertising, stop advertising American Horror Story so I don't have to look at these, like, snakes coming out of a woman's bosom or whatever they do, and it's always... Oh my gosh, that's never been a thing. It is? No, it's actually, I swear to you, it's a great show, it's such a good show, and it's a lot more nuanced than you might think, but I, I don't need to see some of the things that I'm seeing, and I, anyway... That's my Reader's Digest version, I guess. <laughs> I'm surprised you know what that means. Giant nerd. <laughs> I don't! <laughs> okay, so for today, for our first episode, we thought we would talk about the onslaught of superhero shows that we are now in the midst of. We have Arrow, Flash, Gotham, and S.H.I.E.L.D. that all just came back with the new premieres. Um, and then Supergirl is premiering... I'm thinking we're dropping this on Monday, so it's premiering next week on Monday. We have Daredevil on Netflix. Jessica Jones is coming to Netflix in November, which is tied in with Daredevil. So, Whitney, full disclosure, which of those do you (laughs) watch? Oh, oh, which? Oh, all of them. Like, every single one of those. Okay, me too. So, (laughs) glad we're all on the same track. Oh, Oh, we forgot to mention... Agent Carter. Oh, yes. And okay. I knew I was forgetting one. And what about the new Heroes series? Like, Heroes Reborn, oh, yeah, I think I it's guess called. that would... I was, I guess, like, in my mind, I was thinking comic-related. Is Heroes based on a comic? It's not, but it is. I mean, it is part of the yeah, superhero genre, I don't I watch it, so it's dead to me, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> do you watch that one? No, I don't, but I feel like I should try, because I loved the original series, so I feel like I'm obligated to at least... 
my give mom, this one up, like, my a mom chance. just um like started watching Heroes so that she could watch the new series so that she could watch Zachary Levi. That's my mom. Um, <laughs> Full disclosure, since we are disclosing a lot in this episode, <laughs> Julie, your Ellen's mom is like who I so plan on being. Oh, like if if I could goal. be Julie for Halloween, I would. I know. <laughs> well, full disclosure, I, I think I her. already am my mom, so that's you know that's where we're at. Um, well, you're recording this in a nightgown, so yeah, you're definitely <laughs> don't, your mom. Don't tell people inside baseball. <laughs> oh my gosh. They weren't going to know that. They could hear it. <laughs> yeah, Ellen, they did. Everybody was like, I do, you, do you hear this girl? She totally sounds like she's recording in a nightgown. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so you're the worst, and we'll see if this gets edited out, you brat. Um, <laughs> but in... In both, in so in superhero TV and in superhero in general, you have the ever going battle of Marvel versus DC. So, in broad terms, who do you think's doing it right? Okay, here's what I was thinking about this week. I don't know if it's necessarily in terms of the TV shows. I don't know if it's Marvel versus DC so much as Marvel versus CW. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, so. When it comes down to who I think's doing it better, I gotta say Marvel. I don't You're know. Like Marvel. Well, because you have kind of you have yeah. kind of two camps. I think you know they started with with Shield, which you know uh, had a rough start, but full dis full you, disclosure. Oh, yeah, to say the least. Um, I love Shield. I know it gets a lot of um, kind of a bad rap, but I think that's from people who only watched like the first half or first few episodes of season one and thought it was horrible. But um, I think it's... It really takes off in season yeah. two. Well, it takes off in season two and takes off in season one um, with the events surrounding when Captain America Winter Soldier came out. I think that's when it really like started to find its mm -hmm. legs and get more integrated with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I just... I love that show. I think it's really good. And um, Whitney will tell you that... Um, and I will tell you right now that if there's a good ship... On a show, um, I'm sold. <laughs> so, um, I Ellen, tell us more well, about that. Well, I mean, I won't like wax poetic for too long, but Fitzsimmons is my heartbeat. Um, I love them so much. Um, <laughs> they are breaking my heart currently, but they're so adorable. Anyway, but. Outside of Fitzsimmons and their adorableness, I do think that show is really cool. I think it's got a lot going on um, now that they've got, like, the Inhumans. Spoiler alert. But mm -hmm. give it a chance on Netflix. If you have to kind of, like, tune out for the first half of season one, do it. And you don't even have to watch the first half of season one if you don't want to. But um, I think... That's the thing. I skipped most of season one, and I jumped in season two, and I feel like I was better off yeah, for I mean, it. Yeah, and if you wanted to, you could just watch the first episode of season one and then, you know, jump in in the middle and kind of still, right. you know, have an idea of what's going on, so. I fully agree. And if you're if you're a Marvel fan anyway, you'll definitely kind of know what's going on. There's so much overlap these days between the show and the movies and, and whatnot, so you're not going to be completely lost. Yeah. And um, I think that they don't, you know, I hear some criticisms that it's not as integrated as they want it to be, but they're not going to get Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth, you know, to be on the show. So I think that... Ellen, <laughs> stop! Quit. I think that they have fun with it, though. Like, after um, Thor Dark World came out, 
you know, they have to go to London and clean up after the huge mess that they left. And so, like, things like that, I think, make it kind of fun. I love that show. But then... I agree. Um, with Marvel, you have the opposite side, um, and the much darker side, on Daredevil. And I'm assuming Jessica Jones and Luke Cage will also be very dark and gritty. And so, what do you think about what they're doing over there on Netflix? I had to do a little bit of research, because I knew nothing about Jessica Jones. But in terms of Daredevil, that's... I mean, that's probably my second favorite Marvel show. Yeah, I, I love it. It's, um, it was kind of a little jarring because it's, you know, we've come to expect this one thing from Marvel and it's kind of that jaunty, jokey, you know, tone. And this kind of almost feels more DC-ish, but still does feel Marvel. Does it, though? I That was my one, my one criticism of this show was I felt like every time they tried to, like, inject some humor, it didn't land really like but like foggy's a whole character you don't like him i could totally i could totally I do without foggy better, like as i i can kind of agree with that but i think mm. like as the show did he <laughs> okay well see this is what we're talking about <laughs> um, <laughs> i thought as the show went on then it got better i feel like they gave him more to do but i i never felt like he got funnier <laughs> okay well <I'm> sorry <laughs> that's fine but I'm excited for Jessica Jones. I think it's going to be awesome to have, like, a kick-ass female-led, you know, Marvel show. Right? Yeah, I'm excited about that. Not that Marvel has ever shied away from, like, kick-ass females, but... But, like, leading the show, I think that's the first for them. Uh, Agent Carter, oh, I Ellen. I am forgetting. I'm sorry. It just hasn't been on in so long. Yeah, what is your damage, <laughs> Ellen? I don't know, and I love, Haley, I love that show, and I love Haley Atwell, and she's super awesome. Yeah. She's definitely my ultimate girl yeah, crush. I think, yeah, she would be mine, too. She's she's smoking. I know. <laughs> so, on the other <laughs> side, now that we've gotten that out, on the other side you have DC, which is pretty much exclusively, well, I mean, you have Arrow and Flash, and then soon-to-be Legends of Tomorrow on CW, and then you have Gotham on Fox, which we can talk about that if you want, and then... Supergirl, which is going to be on um, on CBS uh, next week. And I have seen the Supergirl pilot, and I actually really liked it. I had my doubts because the commercial, the, like, promo for it uh, did not look very good. She, well, like, it looked okay, but she kind of bugs me. She still does. That's, that's the whole point. It looked okay. <laughs> but she, and she is a little over the top. She needs to take it down, like, mm, a smidge but she, she did grow on me I thought the pilot was really good especially for a pilot the direction that they seem to be going in looks intriguing so I'm remaining optimistic you will probably remain pessimistic about it but <laughs> okay I just want to be clear <laughs> I'm not the pessimist here I just feel like I am a little more critical and discerning in the things that I watch so Moving forward, I don't want to be known as, like, the pessimist of fangirly, okay? <laughs> also, I mean, in my camp, it looks like she's going to have a love triangle, so I will probably get invested in that. Um, <laughs> Ellen, so unlike you. Um, so that's, I mean, so I'm intrigued by that. And then with Arrow and Flash, I just, I, I like, I, it took me, uh, Arrow is another one that I started stopped and then came back to it when i heard that it was getting good and well me yeah, too girlfriend. uh first season was not fantastic for me but um i think that they like with any 
But when you think about it, none of these shows really have been fantastic in the first season. Like, they take a yeah, while Flash was to pretty get any good, traction, I think. But I think, think that they were aided by the fact that Arrow had kind of paved the way a little bit for them. You know, that they got to have some of their first stuff mm-hmm. in the first era. The first... Hmm, some of their stuff early on in Arrow, you know, that they got to... Well, and that whole Arrow audience yeah. probably came over. So, I like what they're doing. I like... I like that it's a little bit darker, but now it's starting to get a little, a little bit lighter on Arrow, and I like that Flash is, you know, the poppy, more colorful, happy version that still deals with, you know, some crazy things like huge talking gorillas and <laughs> time portals and so on and so forth. Right, I agree. I and see, Flash is another one that I've kind of struggled with just because. I get really bored easily. So if a show isn't just firing on all cylinders, I feel like I can't invest the yeah. time. So hopefully hopefully it'll pick up now that it's becoming less like uh, crime of the week. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I think any show, I think all shows kind of suffer from the fact that they have to be 21 episodes or 23 episodes or something. I think, I think most shows would benefit from having, mm-hmm. you know, from getting to cut out, like, five or six of their more fluffer episodes. Right. And then I guess my main issue with Flash and Arrow being on CW is that I think that they lose a huge potential audience just by being on CW because I have at least... Because what boy watches CW? Exactly. I mean, I have <laughs> I have a brother that that watches CW with his wife... But I have another brother who would never, ever watch CW. Even if I was like, Ryan, you know, it's really good. Like, you should give it a try. <laughs> I wonder which brother yeah, you're talking sorry. about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, would never give it a shot. And I do think which that... Which is weird that they would... That they would... CW would even pick these shows up because it's so not geared towards their target audience. Well, do you know what but I mean? I think it is, but it just... They're, and they're trying to move sort of in a different direction because it it the these shows are opening them to a whole different audience. But but I do think that and I do think sometimes they both of those shows fall a little bit into like the CW tropes of like angsty feelings and emotions and relationship drama, which you know I get into. But um, <laughs> but maybe not every. I know a lot of guys who watch these shows are like. Bleh. We have to deal with Felicity and Oliver again, whereas I'm like, Felicity, give me more. So. <laughs> you guys couldn't see that, but Ellen, <laughs> Ellen just did a really cute gesture. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's me with CW and those shows. I do struggle with the fact that they're on CW because I as a rule, don't really like CW shows. And so they have, you're right, they have to kind of fall into those, like, teen soapy tropes. And I can't stand it. Okay, for example, I'm watching, I'm re-watching season one of Arrow, and it's going through the whole thing where Laurel's dating his best friend. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Gosh, but if see, they had I written think... this stuff into the comics... Yeah. And maybe they did. I don't know. But if they yeah. if they carried on as much in the comics as they do in the show about all these like love triangle garbage, 
they would have lost their audience a long time ago. So that's why they're struggling, I think. Well, maybe they're not. And that's, I mean, like, that's the thing is they do really well for CW shows. And I think it's because they are bringing in, like, different demographics. But, um, but I think that they could be, like, more awesome if they got out of that a little bit. I don't want them to get out of it too much, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them to get out of it entirely because, gosh, like, I love a ship, too. But I, I think just, that they... I don't... I think that they did sort of, like, I think maybe that's sort of why they have... I mean, this season they have Oliver in a relationship. So I think that some of that might be just so that they can just kind of, like, he's in a relationship, you don't have to worry about that anymore, like, there's still going to be cute moments and things like that, but, like, let's see them fight and be cool. Also, I haven't seen, I think, the new season, so I, I haven't really uh, seen a lot of spoiler. Oliver and Felicity together, so... <laughs> uh, are they... Is that a yay or a nay? Like, are we well, liking you're Oliver the wrong Felicity? person, because I'm always... Oh. Yay for love um, is my philosophy, so... <laughs> Um, I like Felicity. That's not my problem. Yeah. I don't necessarily like Oliver, but that's like a whole different podcast. Um, the other thing that I'm I'm not... Uh, so, like, the other show, I guess, is Gotham, which I don't know if you watched that one, but it's whatever. I think that they are trying too hard to get into the Batman mythology and not just yeah. focusing on having, like, a cool show with Jim Gordon um, and they're trying too hard to cram as many, like, Batman villains in as they possibly can, just so they can be like, look, here's the Joker, look, here's Scarecrow, you know him, he was in, you know, <laughs> Dark Knight, um, and just things yeah. like that, but, um, so they need to calm down a little bit from that, and then I think they would be better, um, but that one is definitely, like, my least favorite of, of the slew. Um, but I was gonna say, like, the other thing that Marvel and DC seems to have indifference is um marvel is trying to like incorporate these shows into their cinematic universe where you know dc is very obviously not um they already cast somebody else to play the flash in the movies so right i was gonna say they already recast all these characters so there's not going to be any overlap yeah so like which do you which, which I, do you prefer i guess i like the cohesiveness of kind of the marvel mcu that was redundant. Just the MCU. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I feel like it helps them like generate like more of an audience because like they'll bring in the audience from the movies because these people want to see characters that they know from the movies on the shows, and then people will see you know elements of their favorite movies in the shows. And I don't know. I just think it's a cooler approach, and I think it's kind of different. And I like it. Yeah. I did hear that they're running into problems, like the, the Inhumans movie might... How could they not? Well, like, the Inhumans movie might not even happen anymore because Ooh. because they've, like, they've got too much mythos that they've now had on S.H.I.E.L.D. that they don't know <laughs> if they can incorporate that all into, uh, keep all that straight for a movie. Um, which will make me sad, but, but yeah, I like I like the integration mainly because, like, I am a Marvel fangirl, so I like, you know, seeing it all work together, and like I said, even just those little moments where it's, you know, like them cleaning after, up after Thor and things like that, it just makes it kind of fun and yeah. cheeky. I feel bad, because I'm trying really hard to be unbiased, but the, the point is, I think I'm definitely more of a Marvel fan than I am a DC yeah, fan. Yeah, I am too. I mean... Across the board. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I'm definitely a fan of their movies, 
more than I am of, I mean, we haven't had a lot of DC um, movies yet, but I'm not super into, you know, the dark, gritty Zack Snyder, Man of Steel, Superman's a murderer no. now. I'm not into that whole vibe, whereas I am... I do like the the more joke. See, I'm a lot less ambivalent about like Henry Cavill. Like, I would watch that guy eat a bowl of cereal, but yeah, I just the, I like the tone of Marvel movies a yeah. lot better. Which you're not necessarily getting, you know, in most of their shows. I mean, with the exception of Shield, but even Shield now is breaking my heart. So, but <laughs> like, I mean, like you said, their 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 shows aren't super funny daredevil and it doesn't look like jessica jones will be but i just think that i don't know i just like their vision better i guess which i wrote a post about this a while back and we got our first yeah. internet hate which fine bring it i like marvel more oh, <laughs> that's right i remember our first oh. troll oh my gosh that was such a big day for us <laughs> <was> so precious <laughs> we did we did message each other and just oh get gosh. super excited about that i know um, well you never forget oh, your first no. troll it's such a special moment it's like a special moment and the bloggers. Speaking of the difference between like Marvel and DC shows, can we just address like the topic of like how much better Marvel shows and movies have been about like writing really good female characters as opposed to like kind of semi boring female supporting characters? Yeah. Um I I agree with that. I know that there's a lot of um a lot of backlash on Marvel because they're not going to have, you know, they only have Captain Marvel and they even keep pushing that back. So, you know, DC is all like, well, we're going to have Wonder Woman. Um, but I do think that they, <laughs> but I do think that they write strong women that aren't always the leads, but I don't know. Well, I'm just like, I, <laughs> I keep coming back to Agent Carter. Uh-huh. Which I think is probably one of, like, not even just one of my favorite superhero shows, just one of my favorite shows in general. Mm -hmm. And I, and then, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I feel like it's pretty, yeah. pretty even between, you know, you've got, like, a, like, I feel like Sky is probably the main female lead. I just, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I can't find, like, a Sky equivalent on a DC show. That's, I mean, like, Arrow would probably argue, like, what we have. Black Canary and Speedy, but um, but I just I could not care less about Laurel. I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, so obviously we're showing our cards a little bit. We love Marvel, and I I do really like the DC shows, and I do think that they're doing cool and interesting things. They have cool like fight choreography, and I like that they're kind of taking the CW in a little bit of a more expansive direction. But mm -hmm. but I'm. I go through phases where I'm like really obsessed with one show. I'm super fixated on that one show. And right now, that one show is S.H.I.E.L.D. for me. So I, it's hard for me to like not. <laughs> Do you want to tell everybody why right you're but. so fixated on S.H.I.E.L.D.? Um, it's, I, like, it's not like, oh, like you're so wrapped up in the story of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's like you're shipping. Fitzsimmons so hard that you can't think okay. about anything else. Okay, let's not like reveal yeah. all of my dirty laundry <laughs> on this podcast. Isn't that the whole point though? <laughs> Just to like embarrass me for an hour? Oh yeah. Oh, was that not your plan? That's what I've been doing. <laughs> of course you have. Okay, so I think that that kind of like covers what we wanted to talk about with superheroes on TV. 
But so something that we like to do both on our blog and just in our in our daily life, um, pretty much anytime Whitney and I get together, we play this game called Mary Boff Kill. Now you've probably heard Yay! <laughs> you've probably heard of this game in some iteration. Sometimes I hear like Mary Date Kill, but like date, please come on, let's let's get down to business. So. Basically, how it's played is there's we pick three names, and then the other we each have to say who we would marry of those three, who we would boff. I hope I don't have to like define that word for you, and who we would kill. I think you do. Could you just quickly give us like a rundown I, of what boff means? I'm not means? going to like get into it, but like I feel like the word <laughs> should like I mean you could say marry bang kill. I've heard that. Um, but we think the word boff is funny, so, um, we're gonna do Mary Boff Kill. So, now, uh, when we play this game, I'm always right. Whitney never picks the right options, bless her heart. Um, okay, I would contest that because I try really hard and I put my heart into it. You know what? Shut up. <laughs> but, um, but basically you have, um, like we, I have my own philosophy. I think Whitney shares this philosophy on playing this game. But you kind of first pick yeah, who you would marry, um, because that's the important decision to make. Um, and then, like, right, of, it's the most important decision of a girl's yes. life. So, <laughs> then of the remaining two, I pick okay, which of those two is going to be like the most passionate night of my life? You know, like which of those two is going <laughs> to give me that? Um, and then, you know, like sadly, you have to kill off the remainder, which I never want to kill any of these people. It just is what happens. Well, so <laughs> no, I agree. Like I never go out thinking like, oh gosh, who's gonna die? But but I do. Sometimes I do start from a different angle. Like I will be like, oh, who's gonna be just the most glorious boff of this three? Yeah. And then I work backwards. Okay, and that's like fine. But so for for this episode, in honor of us talking about superheroes, we picked for this Mary Boff kill Arrow. Daredevil and Flash. So, I mean, this for me is a no-brainer, but like we'll take turns. So, I would marry the Daredevil. He is a, you know, sweet guy and he is He's a professional. He's a lawyer, I mean, so he's going to be bringing in the dough. And also, he can take he's care like, of you. Yeah, he's and he's um got those like heightened senses which who knows what he can do with those. I mean, for boffable purposes on a on the regular, that can be fun to explore. So, um, Whitney, who would you marry? Okay. Uh, we're talking about characters, not actors, right? Correct. Yes, I know. We have to make that distinction sometimes. Mm, okay, I'm going to say The Flash. Okay, why? Well, we're closer in age. <laughs> it's just, it's a good match. He, uh... We both like to run. <laughs> See, you're still at the age where it's, like, cute to, like, the cute, skinny, nerdy boy. And I'm at the yeah, age Ellen where, is. like, <sighs> I need a man. Like, I need that. Um, so, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Do you need it, Ellen? I need it. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so, with that in mind, um, for my boff, I would obviously boff Arrow, um, Oliver Queen, because... Um, like, just think about that salmon ladder and, um, you know, him doing all those workouts. Like, I just want to <laughs> get up in that, which sounded really bad as it was coming out of my mouth. But um, I said it, so there's that. <laughs> um, Winnie, who would you buff? 
Oh, this one's a no-brainer for me, too. So I would buff Daredevil, and let me tell you why. So, you know, sometimes, because I'm a nursing student, and so sometimes after a long clinical day, I don't want to put in the effort to, like, gussy myself up for a boss sesh. Oh, my God. And he's... <laughs> He's not gonna know the difference. But he sees that. I like, could go over there, Ellen. Remember, he's... no. <laughs> he senses what you're wearing, so he's gonna know if you're wearing sweatpants. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be wearing sweatpants, but I probably will be wearing like scrubs that are covered in somebody else's vomit. I don't know how he's gonna be able to pick well, up on that. He has heightened senses. He's gonna smell the vomit, and he's going to somehow like. His... Ellen, can you just? Ugh. Can you just let me have my best case scenario? Okay. So here's here's how I picture this going down. Like, oh, I've had a long day at the hospital, and I just need a boff. So I go, oh, I'll call up my buddy Matt Murdock. And then he's going to be like, wow, Winnie, you look great. Because what else is he going to say? And then... Well, and then if it depends if you know about his secret identity or not. Because if you don't know that he can well, still see... Well, I don't see. at this point. Okay, so if you're assuming he's blind, then you, ca then you can just, like, play along and be like, oh, yeah, right. yeah I totally do. Yeah, exactly. But then, like... But we know, as we know that he's Daredevil, that he can see what's going on with your scrubs and your vomit. That's what we in the biz call dramatic irony. <laughs> okay, so for me, and so our kills are obvious. I'm going to move on from that. Um, so sadly, I have to kill the Flash. Um, I do think he's a sweet kid, but he's a sweet kid. And like I said, I need a man. So Whitney, who are you killing? Okay, before I move on, I just want to point out that every time we play this game, I mean every time, you kill the people that I marry, and I'm not sure if I'm supposed to take it personally <laughs> or not. <laughs> just just keep that in mind when you marry someone in the future. They're oh. dead. <laughs> You're not invited to the wedding. Um, <laughs> so, I have to think about it. Oh, I guess I'm killing Arrow. <laughs> yeah. That's See, I, left, I didn't put so. that much thought into it. I I just, I feel like of the three, he's the one I care the least about, so, bye, Arrow. Best boss, that was your mistake. So, as you can see, like I said, <laughs> I'm always right, and that's been Mary Boff Kill. <laughs> so if if you it. have a differing opinion, if you feel like maybe Ellen is being a little heavy-handed right now, you can e <laughs> email us at, uh, <laughs> you can email us at fangirlyfangirls at gmail.com and give us the right answer, a.k.a. my answer. A.k.a. email us until, I want the subject line to be like, Whitney is wrong! Because that's how I see it going down. Or maybe be a little bit more gentle because I'm the one who's going to be reading the email. <laughs> So then I really want them to say that. Um, so that about does it for us here at the Fangirly Show. Thanks so much for joining us. Hopefully we weren't too giggly and silly for you. Um, but come back next time and we can't wait to hear from some of you and keep doing the show. We're really excited about it, mainly because we just like talking at each other. Um, so thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. It's the Fangirly Show.